As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Well, hey guys, thanks for tuning in for another episode of the LCR Media Podcast. It's me, your host, LCR Naylor Taliaferro. And I wanted to uh, recap Synced Live. What was that? Well, that was an event, second year. We had a great time. It's in Atlanta, Georgia. It's starting to become my uh, second home away from homes. I mean, I fly in and out of Atlanta for anywhere that we need to go in the country unless we get a direct flight to like Florida or something. That's about it in uh, central Virginia, in Richmond, Virginia, specifically that Richmond airport, uh, international airport. We can get out of there to Atlanta or some other hubs, you know, that we have to transfer from or transfer to another plane to go wherever. So it is what it is, but Atlanta is typically the spot that we transfer. So I'm in and out of the Atlanta airport, like, like, like it is my second home. Basically, I know all the ins and outs or probably not all because it is a massive airport, but I know my way around that airport a lot. And I've just only really been in Atlanta, um, you know, the actual city of Atlanta a couple of times even though I've been through the airport, gosh, probably dozens of times, um, you know, with family, anytime we go anywhere on family vacations, as well as all the business stuff that I do and different events that I go to and, um, you know, equip and all that, you know, I've flown there once before instead of driving. So Synced Live was at Atlanta. So it was a great opportunity for me to actually fly to Atlanta and get off, like get out of the airport and not just shift to another plane and fly somewhere else. That, that, that was definitely fun. Um, the weather seems to always be nice there. I mean, it's not too different from Virginia, but there are definitely times where it's colder and raining here, you know, like the weather pattern, cause we're further North and East. Um, and, and there's, you know, still, still sunny and warm or, or warmish down there, but they definitely get their cold temps and their bad weather as well down there in Atlanta, Georgia. The, obviously, the further south in Georgia you go, the better it is with weather-wise. But it was still nice. It's still typically nice more times than not. Um, it's still winter, but I, I enjoyed the warmer weather this time of year. Here it's you know middle of February here in Central Virginia and kind of along this cluster, I guess, of the East Coast, whether it be you know Maryland, Virginia. The Carolinas, um, you know, we're, we're very similar weather temperature wise and weather pattern, whether it be rain or a little bit of snow or whatever. 
snow rain mixed in. We don't get a whole lot of snow, but this time of year here, we always have these like spring fake outs. You know, it's funny. There's like a, um, a Facebook post or just a social media post that goes around every time, every season, you know, or several times throughout the year. And it says there's, there's not four seasons in Virginia. There's 12 because there's all these in between seasons in between like the main four seasons. So like right now where we are in fake spring is what they called it because we're still in the middle of winter, but it feels like spring, but then it's going to get cold again for however many weeks or days. And it'll feel like winter again. And that'll be like real winter or something. And then the real spring will come and you know, whatever, like there's all these, all these funny little kind of memes um, uh, about, the crazy weather here, how it just kind of fluctuates back and forth from day to day, week to week. But I'll I'll take the warmer weather whenever it comes. You know, I try not to complain about that for sure. I know the Virginians are are, are tired of the the back and forth, you know, you know, ping ponging type scenario with the weather. But me coming from the state of New York, I really only had two seasons or we really only had two seasons. The further north you go, especially you just have all hot and then all cold, right? You have pretty hot summer for however many months. And then the whole rest of the year, it's just cold and rainy and snowy and just miserable in a lot of ways. And, you know, it, it, it can definitely wear on you. So that's one of the many reasons why we moved further south. <laughs> so, but I'm, I'm happy to have more than two seasons here in Virginia. And I'm happy that it's because in New York, it's just cold all the time. I mean, they get a little bit warmer every now and again. And when we get what, like when we're warm now, it's warmer than normal up in up north but it's not it's still cold right like it's i was just got i was on the phone with some folks that are further north like minnesota wisconsin area and it's it was snowing you know it's it's feels like 72 degrees right now here in uh, the richmond virginia area and it was snowing <laughs> in the background of my zoom call where i was talking and it's just like man what a huge dynamic and obviously it's a lot further north so there you go but Regardless, I say all that just to say I really enjoy this time of year um, when it's getting close to spring and then when it actually is spring. I kind of more enjoy this time of year even better because, you know, the phone's not really ringing. Emails aren't really pinging. There's just not a whole lot going on. The spring rush hasn't hasn't hit yet. You know, it's still the middle of February. You know, March is when it really starts popping off on all sorts of levels, weather wise and um, being contacted by people that want work. Um, so. It's kind of like the the calm before the storm, but I like like the weather. You know, it's 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 nice and warm, and you know things are starting to bud because of the soil temperatures warming up, and you know we're we're just kind of doing miscellaneous things. We're preparing for mulch, you know, getting beds all cleaned up and re re edged and everything, and um, the smell of fresh mulch is really, in my opinion, just kind of it. It just, I mean, all these things can kind of get old quick, but when you go from you know, whatever you ended the season with, you know, leaves and just junk and mud and debris and all that. And then you kind of go through the winter with it just not being the best. And if you have snow, you have snow and whatnot. And then kind of transitioning into this where it's starting to be warm and sunny and the birds are chirping things. Some certain plants and trees are budding and, you know, you're spreading, getting the mulch beds ready and maybe already starting to spread some mulch. I know the commercial properties already put mulch down. So the smell of mulch is in the air. And if it's nice mulch, it doesn't have like compost or anything mixed in it. It smells pretty decent. It's just kind of like a, a very unique smell uh, that mulch has. And, you know, I, I, I kind of dig that. Or at least it just makes me feel good. You know, like, 
the, 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 the smell of like some fresh cut grass, like when we're re-edging mulch beds and, you know, we're cleaning up the edges and things. So you're trimming grass along the way or, you know, weed eating some of the, the weeds in the beds, knocking them down and spraying them with Roundup before you, uh, you know, p- put, put the mulch down and all that. You know, you, you get all those kind of smells popping off and it really reminds me of spring, like when we're back in the thick of it and we're cutting grass every day, every week. And there's, you just smell that all day, every day. And, you know, that's also enjoyable, but then the flip side, now you're like, your schedule's packed and, um, you know, your phones are ringing off the hook and emails are blowing up and things like that. So it gets, it's, it's more hectic with the spring rush timeframe where you can't really, I feel like I can't really enjoy the thing, all the things I just mentioned as much. So right now I can, that's why I enjoy this time of year because it's early spring the calm before the storm and you kind of get like a little mini preview and it's it's just fun to be outside and and it kind of reminds you of why you got into this industry you know of course everything's got its ups and downs but um it's it's nice you know the ups are really nice um the ups are really up and really beautiful so anyway say all that just to you know fluff it up right now but uh I just wanted to share, you know, what's going on real time. Um, So here I am trying to bang out this episode real quick. I've got lots and lots of stuff coming down the pipe. I mean, we're not, we're not even what, like halfway through the podcast summit, which um, you're hearing it here first. We're going to be rebranding that soon. So uh, rebranding the name. So uh, just um, there's a funny um, off air inside joke with that, that maybe one day we'll all tell. Um, But regardless, um, I've got plans for next year and where it's potentially going to be. Might be in Atlanta, hint, hint, um, and uh, with a new a new name and all that good stuff. But anyway, regardless of all of that little teasing preview, there's still tons of episodes that I have coming out of that event back at Almond HQ a few weeks ago. I think I got 10 episodes, which is stellar for me being, you know, one of the hosts of the event um, you know, being in charge of the event and, and trying to help host the event with the almonds, you know, like Brittany was running around a lot, just trying to be the, the hostess with the mostest while Caleb was just banging out podcast after podcast, like a machine. I think he got like 16 episodes done or something, something ridiculous. Like that's more than one an hour. He was just cranking them out. And, uh, I think he just like stopped to pee and that was it, you know, grab some food real quick in between, keep chugging his water and, and, and the kid contrast contractor podcast studio, which was, is, is amazing. So I don't blame him. You know, I probably wouldn't have left that anytime either, <laughs> but, uh, you know, he was banging him out. I know Paul James on the green Street podcast. He, he got a lot done. I think he only got like 12 though. I say only c- compared to like Caleb 16, um, but he's, he got 12 and he was banging him out too. But, but anyway, 10 for me is a lot still trying to like bounce around and talking to folks and, um, just trying to help host the event with everyone else that, that was a part of it. So it was a really great time. Great event. I know I had a post, uh, a recap episode of that, so I'm not going to hash all that up. But my, my, my point is there's still like, I think we're only halfway through, literally. I think we still got a good five or six episodes left to come out. But I wanted to squeeze this in in the middle here since we went. It was like, it's it's like back to back to back stuff going on, guys. This is like a content creator's dream. It's also just really fun to be able to network and, you know, reconnect with a lot of my peers and mentors in the industry and just tell stories, talk shop, create content together 
and share it with all of you in the, in the community. So, uh, but it's back to back to back, you know, there's the podcasting event at, um, Almond HQ. And then like the following week or two weeks, I think it was, we were in Atlanta for synced live for podcast row, um, pod row. We also got a ton of content there. I don't remember how many episodes I have offhand from there, but definitely more than a handful. I think I had at least six, if not maybe even eight episodes. I'm not, I don't remember exactly, but I definitely got a bunch there as well at pod row where we focused on just being set up in our, in our, in our own space there at the event at the trade show, brand new event. I'll get into that in, in, in a minute. And, uh, you know, we were interviewing anyone and everyone that was a part of the event, the keynote speaker, the panelist, different attendees, some of the vendors slash brands that came and had booths and attended um, each other. You know, Paul Jameson, the Green Street podcast was there. Uh, Jeremiah Jennings with the Gr- Growing Green podcast was there. So the three of us were there just podcasting away for a day and a half. It was a good time. Great event. Um, and so there's lots of content there coming out as well that we haven't even gotten to yet. So I like, again, I wanted to squeeze this in so I could recap synced live and kind of cue you guys up for what's next in store so that you can uh, strap in for everything going on. Um, there's also a whole bunch of other stuff that I've recorded, you know, r- real deal IBG episodes. Cause I've got a ton of guest episodes in the queue, but I've got a, a, a few in between guests, IBG episodes that I, that I've recorded a while ago that are relevant that I need to get in here in between, like talking about mulch season and this and that and whatever. So, you know how I am lots of different topics on my mind and things about business and life that I want to address. So I definitely want to fit those in, in between everything too, because then coming up uh, in a few days, I'm going to be heading to Hattiesburg, Mississippi for the first time. Um, I've been to Mississippi if Uh, a couple of times in my life to visit my grandfather who is no longer with us. This is way back when I was like a a young teenager. I visited him a couple of times, once with my mother, once with my wife, uh, who was my girlfriend at the time. And we had a good time. So I've been in Mississippi a couple of times, the old uh, Gulf coast there. It's, it's, it's really nice, Uh, but I haven't been to Hattiesburg specifically. And I definitely haven't been to Kohler's uh, facility there in Hattiesburg, Mississippi. So I'm looking forward to checking that out. We're going to get a tour. There's a conference there, the Lawn and Landscape Society. Registration is closed at the time of you hearing this. Uh, it, you may not, act, actually, the event's probably over <laughs> by the time you hear this. I don't even remember where the queue is for this. But uh, if you haven't gone there, or if you didn't go this year, um, then you should definitely look into going next year. Check out the website, you know, sign up your email or whatever you got to do so you can get notified, you know, and obviously listen to the content that's coming out of it from myself and everyone else that's there. YouTube videos, Instagram and podcasts. We're going to be making all types of content there. There's, like I said, the Lawn and Landscape Society conference. So there's going to be a lot of educational stuff there. There's uh, keynote speakers there. Um, there's uh, a panel with myself and, and a bunch of other great content creators and business owners up there that we're going to be uh, talking about different things and having Q&A with, it, with the uh, attendees that are there and just having a good time. I'm um, going to be demoing equipment there, obviously Kohler engine equipment and lots of fun in between all that, right? So, and then co- content creating. So more episodes to come out from that. I have no idea how many I'm going to get there. I know Jamie with Kohler just recently said that she's going to uh, have a special room set up for us so that we can kind of create our own like mini pod row, if you will, where we can 
almost have like a little press press conference where we're set up and, and uh, the podcasters that are there can set up and just interview all the different um, folks that are there, the, the, the OEMs, they call them, you know, the, the, the manufacturers, you know, that the folks that are bringing in um, different things and talking about different things. And, you know, they've come, come from all different places to come to this event. So she wanted us to get them on so they can talk about their stuff and what they have going on. And we're also really to thank them for, for being there as well. So who knows who else and how many more folks we can get in on that different attendees and, and so on. And folks from, from the Kohler team to, to get on the podcast. So, and the other panel, other folks from the panel, the Q and a panel and from uh, keynote speakers and so on. So lots more content definitely will be coming from there. Are you ready to grow your lawn care and landscaping business at Lightspeed? Hey, I am Cody Owen with Lightspeed Social Agency, and you have heard me talk shop on every lawn care podcast that you listen to, maybe even over on my YouTube channel. And I hope that you have taken advantage of the expert knowledge that I've given in those interviews. But I want you to personally experience the power of putting Lightspeed Social behind your business this spring. Sign up for Facebook and Instagram ads management and put my team's years of experience to work in your business. Toro's new Revolution Series lineup provides you with a smarter, more connected fleet that makes your operation more efficient than ever before. It's the products you already know and love, just supercharged with Toro's Hypercell battery system. Learn all about Toro's new Revolution Series line at revolution.toro.com or click the link tree in the episode description to get you there fast. So enough of all of that, back to St. Live. I'm really excited about this, this trade show. This It's only its second year. They rebranded itself. It's a pretty long, epic story. The more I get to know um, Angelique and her team and listen to her story and, and talk about her goals and, and what she wants to see this conference become, this trade show become, um, I'm, I'm excited to be, to, to help however I can, you know, hopefully we can form a, a creative partnership together and, and we can make great things happen. Cause I've definitely been to my share of events, right. As well as hosted my share of events. Doesn't mean that I know anything, but I definitely have picked up a few things here and there. So uh, I'm all about sharing because sharing is caring, right? That the, the, the more I help anyone else grow, whether it be a brand, uh, you know, a conference, content creators, all of you listening, everyone that has a business, you know, personal life, uh, professional, whatever I can do to help. That's, that's what I'm all about. That's what I keep doing this for. It's, it's obviously enjoyable for me to create content, but I'm also just trying to, I just really want to help because I've been helped along the way this whole time. So all different levels. So I really want to help, you know, Angelique, she's got a great story. She's has a landscape uh, company, over in the UK for many, 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 many years. So she knows every, a lot about that whole part of the game. Um, doesn't, you know, she's, uh, trying to apply everything that she learned there over here with the synced, uh, magazine and now the synced live event. So it's the second year, uh, last year, there was some rebranding going on a whole nother story for another day. I don't even know if we need to, if she even wants to go into all that, but, um, basically she's, Focus now with with the new brand. It's all her own, um, coupled with the magazine, which is a fantastic publication. Like the quality of you know the the paper quality and the layouts and the whole quality of the magazine itself, and then all of the content within 
the quality uh, is, is there, high quality. So lots of educational information with, with the Synced magazine. So definitely worth taking a look at. You can just look them up on Instagram, uh, Synced, Synced Landscaping, or you can just probably Google Synced, spelled S-Y-N-K-D. Very unique, very uh, um, different to help stand out, right? So I, I like it. I, I really, I really dig it. So, and, and I really enjoy the event synced live, which was their first event kind of with the rebranding, but their second total, um, you know, basic, you know, uh, uh, actually it's the word I was looking for <laughs> their second actual, um, trade show event. The first year, last year was at a totally different place, different name, all kinds of stuff. And, and she learned a lot. They learned a lot from last year and, and applied some new things and everything that we talked about seems really exciting. The changes that they made for this year that I just took for granted as it just being the way it was, but it was a huge improvement from last year. And there's always room to grow on all levels going forward. So I'm excited about that, but just, just to tell you a little bit what synced live is about, it's, it's supposed to be bringing the magazine Synced to life, right? That's why it's called Synced Live. Um, and what the magazine is all about, what it focuses on, is bringing the design, build, and maintain sectors, as she calls them, all together. Um, and, and how can all three, like, you know, sectors uh, work together, learn from each other, help each other, and so on? Because, you know, maintenance, like like lawn maintenance, for example, is like totally, you know, can be in, in a lot of ways, if that's all that company does, if they don't have different divisions or something within the company that does design and build or whatever, um, it's, it, it can be completely isolated, just cutting grass and treating yards and all that. Just, just only focusing on maintenance, trimming bushes and all that can be completely separated from the, the complete opposite side of the spectrum, which is the design side, right? You have some companies that only design. They don't even build what they design. They just design. That's why it's three separate sectors. There are companies that literally have software and you know engineers and you know ma- p- folks with master's degrees and everything that are extremely smart and uh, high-level planners that they can design, I mean, anything from your backyard landscape and hardscaping design all the way to like whole communities, you know, like a whole brand new homeowners association, you know, HOA or a whole like new commercial property. Like, you know, like if somebody is building like a whole um, strip mall or business center or whatever in the middle of nowhere, right? There's got to be some designing involved in the landscaping and the hardscaping aspects of it. You know, like all that stuff has to be planned out. All the different trees that are in all the little islands in the parking lot and all the different types of bushes and mulch or rocks or this or that, or, you know, all the different types of plants and how it's going to be taken care of and maintained. And well, again, now I'm getting into different sectors, right? But, you know, the design side could just literally be designing everything that I just said, like where, what trees are going to be where, how many, is there going to be mulch, rocks, what kind of mulch and rocks or this or that, or, you know, uh, how, all the different areas everywhere, all that stuff. I mean, I'm not a designer, but I'm just mean like that, that stuff, you know, there's computer programs to design all that, you know, you measure everything out, get all the right sizes of everything. So, you know, and shapes so you can fit everything in perfectly and design everything like that and uh, print up plans, you know, to show folks. I know uh, hardscapers do that a lot to show like, Hey, here's kind of what your patio 
retaining wall, you know, water feature, whatever it is, is going to look, or all the above is going to look like, you know, pool, you know, dropped in and everything, all this, it's all going to look like the finished product, you know, and a lot of that takes collaboration too. I just mentioned a whole bunch of things and there's a local company in my area. He's a big landscaper, hardscaper, uh, and, and lawn maintenance, er, <laughs> and, um, you know, he, he designs like the whole backyard designs and builds the whole backyard of, um, you know, people's properties with pools, right? He doesn't install the pools, but he'll, he digs the hole and, um, gets everything all situated and ready to go. And then, you know, the pool company comes and drops the pool in and, you know, starts doing all that stuff and getting everything all sealed up and things running properly. And, and then they come back that my friend's company comes back in and does all the landscaping and hardscaping all around, um, you know, whatever they, you know, whatever, uh, they can, you know, around the pool or, you know, whatever the order is. I, I'm, I don't, I'm not, you know, an expert on all that stuff. I just know that he doesn't install the pools. He does everything around the pools. And I've seen a little bits and pieces of it, you know, on his social media and, you know, in person when we're at another property maintaining. And, you know, a couple of years ago during COVID, when it was like peak time, when it first was, was popping off and the whole world shut down and people were stuck at home, a lot of people were getting pools installed because they couldn't go on vacation. The pools were, public pools were closed. So it's like, well, what do we do? They were putting in their own pools, spending all their money and putting in their own. So there's a lot of pools being installed. So I kind of saw some bits and pieces of that process. But anyway, my friend combines some some of those things together, the, the design and the build uh, aspect. And, and then he maintains some of the properties, some of those properties too. But, you know, in general, he just has a several law maintenance crews that just maintain just properties in general. They don't have to be the ones that they worked on for hardscaping, but, uh, you know, he's, he's got them all kind of combined. So if you do that, then you have a better grasp of what I'm saying and an under, understanding that is of the different sectors of design, build and maintain. But there are three separate categories that people sometimes are in, like, you know, the riches are in the niches, right? Our, our good friend, uh, Stanley dirt monkey genetic used to say, and had probably still does say just, uh, you know, um, he's doing a lot of great things for the community. But back in the day, he was, he had said that a lot on, on our content, you know, the riches are in the niches and, you know, you can just specialize in designing if, if it's that high level and you're designing big projects and then someone else builds it, whether you subcontract someone or refer that work to someone, you know, or whatever, then someone builds everything off the design. And there's companies that just build designs. I mean, that's a full-time thing, obviously, you know, lots of equipment needed and, you know, you spend weeks sometimes on certain projects. Um, just, just building them, you know, I mean, I know Andy Mulder with the Mulder Outdoors podcast. Um, he, he, uh, is, he had a project that he was working on for an entire year. It was epic. It was like, I think it was like a country club or something, um, that he was redesigning this whole outside space with water features and all types of stuff. And he didn't do all of it himself, but he oversaw everything and did a lot of the like obviously all the hardscaping stuff that he specializes in and digging in the dirt and grading and just doing all that kind of stuff. But there was other factors, other folks that he partnered with. And that's what it's all about. That's what synced live is all about is the moral to my story here before I get way off on all kinds of rabbit holes and giving all these shout outs and whatnot. But, um, it's it synced live is about bringing all that together. Just like in the magazine that talks about um, design, build, and maintain on all different levels. And Synced Live is trying to bring that all together live at the show. So everyone can learn about the design side, the build side, and the maintain side. Because if 
if the maintenance guys don't know anything about what it, about what went into the design and the and the building of it, they might not be maintaining it properly. And if the designers don't have a clue what it takes to maintain their design, you know, then there's a disconnect there. You know, if they know what it takes to maintain their designs, maybe they can tweak some things a little bit differently. Uh, like think about think about the frustrating times if you ever had trying to work on a piece of equipment and you're like, what in the heck were these engineers thinking? Clearly they've never had to work on this equipment in the middle of a hundred degree day on the fly and at a, at a property. Otherwise they would have known how ridiculous this is to, to work on. You know, you can't get here, there or anywhere. You got to take half the mower apart or half the whatever apart to get to it. Like think of all the times that you may or may not have grumbled like myself about that, you know, whether you're mechanically inclined or not, it's like, come on, guys. And then when, when some companies factor some of those things in, you're like, oh, somebody thought this through, right? We have those jokes, you know, oh, they must have been in the industry or something, or they just they just really thought it out, or they, they sent it out, you know, uh, in, in the uh, field to have people try it out and get feedback. And then they made those adjustments when they maybe said, hey, this is really hard to work on or get to or whatever, whatever. So that's that's great when we can communicate and work together to solve those problems. So just, just imagine the designers that are designing these landscapes and they're not factoring in what it's going to take to maintain it. And then the, the maintenance guys and girls are just, the maintenance companies are just working on maintaining these designs the best that they can with not even knowing anything about the design. They were not connected in any way. They just are asked for a quote to maintain these landscapes and the lawn and everything. And they just, that's what they do. They show up every week to do that the best way that they can, the most uh, uh, profitable and efficient way they can. And they might be messing things up, you know, and then the designers come back to their old designs and they see what a disaster their trees and plants and bushes look like after how magnificent it was when they first designed it, you know, and, and the builders built it if they weren't the same ones to do it. You know, now they look and they, and they blame it all on the maintenance company. Like, oh man, the maintenance company. And sometimes it's like ten maintenance companies deep. You know, d depending on how how far, um, you know, how long, how much time ha has passed since the design was built. It could be many. You know, and especially if it's a commercial property. You know, they're always looking for. A lot of times, they're looking for. Uh, I don't want to say always and and uh, be mean to some of the good ones out there, but you know, typically commercial properties are looking for the lowest bidders, the lowest prices, they're typically putting bids out, you know, looking for bids or whatever every year. Sometimes they have two or three year contracts, but regardless, sometimes they go through them, go through different companies every year. So several years later, it could have been four, five, six companies that have now tried to maintain this original design their way, whatever that way is, whether it's right or wrong or indifferent. And there's a lot of education that could probably help solve some of these issues to help plants and trees from dying, to help them look their best and, you know, to help the, the, you know, ground from eroding and the grass from dying and the weeds from, you know, exploding and this, that, and the other thing. There's so many different things, you know, that, that uh, are being missed where if we communicated and worked together, then we, we would have the best landscape design that's then built and then maintained the best way possible. So that's, you know, the only way I can really explain it and put it, you know, it's, there's no real, you know, we're, we're working on, we're working on some like, um, some like taglines and quotes and key phrases and things like that to really 
you know, send the messaging home from a marketing standpoint. So everyone kind of gets it without having to have like, you know, a 15 minute conversation about it. But regardless, this is a, this is a podcast. So I wanted to go a little bit deeper into it, but that's, that's what the goal is for Synced Live. It's not meant to be this huge, massive conference. It's meant to be small in design, big in results, right? Maybe that's the, uh, the catch line there, but, um, you know, so there's, there's, and it's a mix of all the things that we know and love from, from, uh, other conferences and trade shows where there's vendor booths, you know, like, like, uh, different brands, like, um, um, Husqvarna was there. And I was trying to remember real quick that the brands that were actually there, uh, Cress is a new company that's trying to make a, a big impact here in the States. They've been an international company for, for a long time, or they've been overseas for a long time. And, um, they're a battery operated lawn and landscape maintenance uh, company. They sell, you know, mowers, trimmers, blowers, all that good stuff. Um, all battery operated. They've never, uh, I am over here, you know, <laughs> shouting out Crest, like, like it's sponsored or something. Anyway, you can Google all this stuff if you don't know what I'm talking about, but there, there was several different companies like that is what I'm trying to explain. You know, then there was some fertilization and weed control companies, some soil companies, um, some, some fun companies, um, you know, uh, a guy just like the rest of us that was in the, in, that is in the industry and created uh, his own innovative product. Um, there'll be an episode, uh, about that. Um, maybe I'll add that into this one. We'll see how long this goes, but, um, you know, I got to talk to him real quick for like six minutes or so and just kind of gave me his quick backstory and, and how he came about, you know, this idea, um, and so on. But so there's several different vendors, you know, brands that were there with their booths showcasing their products and or services. There was a CRM there and so on. So all kinds of, <clears throat> excuse me, all kinds of stuff. Man, I had a little tickle. I'm sorry, a little tickle in my throat there. I had to get a sip of water for real. Um, but anyway, and we were there, you know, at Pod Row. We were doing our thing. They've got um, the main stage where they have the keynote speaker. They've got a couple different panelists segments um, where some folks in the industry that have successful businesses and or, or you know have a education are educators in the industry. They went up there on stage and they were, uh, they had a moderator. One of them was Paul Jameson from the Green Street Podcast. And he had one of the panel sessions, the morning one, and he would ask them questions and just, just like any live panel that you guys may or may not have been a part of that we've done for the community in the past or that I've done, or, you know, Brian Fullerton's done at his event and so on, um, or any other conference for that matter. Now it's kind of like the trend to have a live Q and a at the end or at some point, um, to, to, for, for, you know, the host to be able to ask different questions, maybe have the audience. I know I always have the audience involved to ask questions. That's what Paul was trying to do, but folks were kind of shy. So only one person, I think, finally asked a question, which was cool. But at any rate, there's that a couple of times on the main stage throughout the day. And then off to the sides and, and two different sides of the room. They've got two other um, stages for education and there'd be presenters there that would go up and they'd talk about different things, whether it was, you know, business, you know, uh, one, one was about, um, different types of soil and the impact that soils have on the environment and turf types and plants and all that kind of stuff. Very unique, very good stuff by a doctor. She, she has her doctrine in, in, uh, in all of that kind of stuff. So she was talking about it and there were several other presenters that went up and talked about various different things to help your business. So there, there's just a sprinkle of everything in there for you to learn from the education, to check out the booths and to network, right? And to just have a good time all along the way. Um, so I, I see 
a lot of great things coming from Sync Live. It's definitely going to grow and um, continue getting better and better, especially with all of us being involved with Pod Row and, and anything else, Paul, myself, and everyone else that is a part of it, Jeremiah, and anyone in the future, you know, we can we can continue, continue helping it grow and have a good time. It's in Atlanta, so it's a great location, um, uh, like Atlanta being a great location that is for the country. You know, you can fly in easily from anywhere. You can also drive to it. I know there's a lot of surrounding states that are pretty popular. I know like Jeremiah and some other folks that are from um, you know, out Alabama area, they drove, you know, a couple hours to Atlanta, um, people from Pennsylvania, no, not Pennsylvania. That's, that's not, that's too far of a drive. Um, some other, other neighboring, you know, like North Carolina, I believe that's what it was. North Carolina, someone came from, so there's a lot of surrounding, you know, Florida. I know someone came, drove up from Destin, Florida. I think that's what, like four hours or something. He said he came up. So a lot of neighboring States that are surrounding Atlanta, that there's just a lot of folks from our community that are in that can easily make that trip, which is more affordable than hopping on a flight, depending on where you're coming from, that is, to, you know, get to Atlanta. So great location to have in Atlanta. Lots of conference centers and, you know, all the, all, all that kind of scenario for to have these kind of events. So I, I, I look forward to a, um, a successful future is what I'm trying to say. I'm Stumble on my words here. The end of the day, end of the end, end of the episode here. So I just wanted to talk about it a little bit and kind of get you guys thinking about it. Do some research, you know. Google it. Click, you know, click the links in, in the episode description and see what you think. Hopefully, I'll see you guys next year there. Uh, there's definitely value there. Of course, I'm not going to promote anything that's that doesn't have value. I'm not going to attend anything that doesn't have value. I mean, I might try some things here and there and explore and experiment and. You know, but I'm not going to talk about it very much again if, if it wasn't a good experience. So it was definitely a great experience and it's only going to get better. So with all that being said, look forward to, you know, more episodes on here coming out that that kind of gives you more of a insight of Synced Live as well as the folks, you know, that, that we're interviewing and what, what their backstories and their insight is on business and life and so on. I met a lot of a lot of great folks that were from all different, all different like walks kind of of life it's still in our industry, like gardeners and, you know, all, all different types of folks that are still kind of a part of our overall theme, but they're not necessarily a lawn care or landscaping business, you know, which I thought was cool. So I got some of them on my show and um, they have their own podcasts that we can potentially promote, you know, in the future and things like that. Maybe have them be a, bring their uh, podcast set up to Pod Row, and they can get some content to share to their audience and so on. And we can cross collaborate and everything. So um, just really, re- really good time on so many levels. Had had a lot of fun. Make sure you guys listen to the Growing Green podcast with Jeremiah Jennings, and of course the Green Industry podcast with Paul Jamison. I'm sure you guys are already all listening to his and Jeremiah's. If not, definitely uh, go check that out, you know, fo- follow them so that you can get the notifications when their episodes drop. They should probably be dropping some soon for Synced Live as well. But again, those guys were at the podcast event at Almond HQ. So, um, you know, a few weeks um, ago, so they got a lot of content too. So they're, they're banging them out. Paul, if anything goes through them faster, cause he's putting out five episodes a week. So he definitely goes through them faster. So you'll probably start hearing some synced live episodes from him in the near future, if not already by the time this episode goes out, but be on the lookout for 
for my episodes coming out as well for that. And then episodes coming from the Kohler event. And, you know, we're just going to keep it rolling. I've got lots of more exciting things going on in the future. We're going to be doing pod row in August at another conference called the huge conference. Um, so you just type that, you can Google that and get some info about that as well. That's actually a totally different industry, but it's still in the service industry. They uh, have in the past focused more on window cleaning and pressure washing. But as you know from Keith Kalfas, right, they all kind of go hand in hand. They all work together. A lot of guys have a landscaping business that does pressure washing and potentially window cleaning like Keith Kalfas, um, you know, up there in Michigan, the landscaping employee trap and, uh, and so on. All the different things he's doing on social media and the Untrapped podcast. So he, he uh, you know, he talks about that, uh, all about how his, uh, I don't think he does pressure washing, but his window cleaning. But regardless, all that stuff is service related um, work, right? It's all in the service industry. So this conference specifically wants to be the premier, not the biggest, not the best, because those things are subjective, right? But the premier, which could be uh, also still subjective, but they want to be the premier service um, conference or trade show uh, where they encompass anything and everything for everyone in the service industry. You know, whether you're doing landscaping, lawn care, house cleaning or keeping um, windows, power washing, the list goes on and on. Uh, carpet cleaning, I think is another one, honestly, that, that is a huge business. Um, that, that, that I, I remember learning about not too long ago. I mean, there's, there's so many different nuances and niches where you can make big businesses and they're all in the service industry. Right. And so this conference wants them all to come together in this huge conference, um, versus having, you know, there's obviously specific conferences in all those different events. Uh, I mean, all those different, um, spaces, you know, there's, dedicated landscaping um, and lawn care conferences as we know, you know, and there's dedicated pressure washing and window cleaning and so on and so forth. Uh, but so he, he's, they're trying to grow that and get more folks going. So we're going to have pod row there. We're going to be talking about it, uh, different levels leading up to that. That's going to be in August. I'll give more details as they come along. So you can follow along for that. If you're already, if you're already piqued your interest, go ahead and just, like I said, just Google it and, and see, you know, get some information about it. And and we can go from there. I'm not even sure if tickets are on sale yet or not, but uh, we're going to have pod row there. It's going to be bigger and better than, um, not better. It's going to be bigger, bigger and badder. I don't want to say better. There was nothing wrong with the one at Sync Live, but, you know, it's going to continuously evolve, right? We're going to do whatever we can to to make it the best we can, right? To give to give and get as most, most value as possible out of Pod Row. So that's going to be at the huge conference coming up in August. Just leaking that, throwing that out there right now, working through all the details on that. They're excited. We're excited. Paul and I will be there and any, you know, we're working on the other podcasters that will potentially be there. I know they have some podcasters in their field, like in the power washing and window cleaning realm. So that'll be interesting to cross collaborate with them, get some of them on our podcast and get on their podcast. Cause we all have very similar stories. We're all entrepreneurs. We're all service business owners. And there's a lot of overlap there. You know, it, it doesn't matter whether we're putting posts in the ground, cutting grass or cleaning windows, you know, and, 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 and houses and driveways. It's still at the end of the day, business is business, right? We're, there's still so much commonality there 
and there's a lot of learning. They, they have a lot of education at this conference as well as the booths and all the vendors there that you can check out different things. They're going to try and get more from different areas, right? Get get some more landscape and lawn care uh, brands to come on board as well. So they already have some uh, cleaning um, vendors there and they've obviously have tons of window cleaning and um, power uh, pressure washing, but they have some house cleaning, uh, like you know, housekeeping and, and everything there too. So they're really just trying to grow that. So I say all that just to say, I don't know, just more fun stuff. Oh yeah. I was just saying that, you know, we're more content from Kohler and then in August, more content from the huge event in between there. We'll see how that goes and what else we got going on in the, down the pipe. Probably still be playing episodes all through the summer at this rate. Plus all my IBG episodes all in between, just kind of keeping you guys filled in with what I've got going on with my business and, and, and so on. Um, and just kind of keep it, keep it rolling and keep sharing, keep growing and, uh, just keep having a good time trying to enjoy life because you never know what tomorrow is going to bring. So enjoy today. And on that note, thank you guys for listening as always. Thank you to the Toro company for sponsoring the LCR media podcast. Until the next episode, this is the Lawn Care Rookie signing off. This has been an LCR Media and Mr. Producer production. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply.